2: Computer solitaire,
1: huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary, forward with it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week.
3: elevated
4: yeah we have openings with the moist line have you heard of the moist line john it's uh, pretty popular
5: where people leave messages yes. So. oh yes one of my favorite moments of the week
4: oh and you yeah you said why don't you leave a uh, your a review of about uh, the state of, joe, of the union
5: joe biden's speech last night
4: we already got one
5: we already got one yeah. yes got one. there you go I swear. one's in already all
4: right is it a good review we're gonna play it tomorrow or friday i mean it, it should make it yeah Okay, All right. there's the man that decides. Uh, the uh, iHeartRadio app is one way to do it. Leave a message there using the microphone icon or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 664 7886 Well, speaking of Biden, John, we have a bombshell.
5: <clears throat> Literally. Se- The bombshell is that Joe Biden, according to this story, got no idea if this is true, gave an order to destroy the Nord Stream pipeline after Russia invaded Ukraine. That Navy divers, U.S. Navy divers, uh, they're the ones who blew up the pipeline. It's an underwater pipeline called the Nord Stream. And it supplied Russian gas to Western Europe. And that was a great source of income for Russia. It also was a great source of gas for Western Europe. If this is true, it's this caused, uh, this caused a big problem for the Europeans. Because they depend on Russia for the gas. Of course, Russia depends on the money. And then they're using that money to fund the war effort. Now, according to this story, and it's by Seymour Hirsch who's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist. He has a Substack website on the Internet, and he cites a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning behind the plot. Uh, And he, he says that divers planted C-4 explosives on three Nord Stream pipelines in June of 2022. And then three months later, they were detonated. They used a buoy a sonar buoy, which broadcast a signal from the buoy to the pipelines that triggered the bombs. And it was a direct response to the invasion of Ukraine. And was designed to force Germany and other European nations to end their reliance on Russian gas. Which Moscow was getting billions of dollars from the sales. Now the White House and the CIA have completely rejected this report, saying it is complete fiction the uh blast went off on september 26th of 2022 and allegedly investigators are baffled by what happened Hmm. um now now the impact was limited only because the pipelines were not fully operational but the future supply obviously was destroyed uh, here's the timeline of it. On September 26th, a Norwegian surveillance plane dropped the sonar buoy onto the Baltic Sea. And this came just after, in June, that Navy divers plant remote-controlled C-4 explosives on the pipeline. Pipeline. So the explosives were planted first. Then the sonar buoy was dropped from a plane. Then the buoy emitted a sequence of low-frequency sounds, certain tones. The C-4 explosive detected the signals and set off the bombs. Now, some wondered if Russia had blown up their own uh, pipeline in order to punish Europe, and then some wondered if the U.S. had done it to punish Russia. Uh, And the investigators if they're telling the truth uh, said oh we don't know can't tell uh repairs are going to cost at least 500 million dollars half a billion uh the nord stream project could, could, could cost 20 billion 20 billion dollars in 15 years and then just in a split second boom the pipe the the pipes were destroyed at least in that section According to the story, they the cover was a series of military exercises in the Baltic Sea carried out by 16 NATO countries. The divers used this event. It was a 13-day event known as BALTOP, BALTOPs 22. I guess that's an acronym for something. And uh, the event was used as a cover. It was a top-secret mission. Now, February, in February, Biden had said the U.S. would bring an end to Nord Stream if Russia invaded Ukraine. The exact quote was, if Russia invades, then there'll be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. And somebody asked, a reporter asked, how would you do that? And Biden said, I promise you we'll be able to do it. And then, of course, he did it and denied it. And they're denying the story. Well, he, you know, if if the story is true, then he did it. Uh, Joe Biden reportedly oversaw the plot. And then it reiterates that the White House and CIA claim this is false. Oh, yeah, like the like the CIA is going to tell the truth. This is a perfect example of something we were discussing the other day. You have no idea who to believe. You certainly aren't going to believe the Russians. You can't believe our government. And they may have good reason for covering this up. But still, if you're a regular person trying to understand what's going on in the world, uh, I mean, Russia not being able to uh, send natural gas to Europe is going to drive up the price of natural gas around the world. And you've seen what your bill looks like these days. Um, So that's... uh, I guess that's where the unless somebody speaks publicly, somebody involved with the operation and those guys are sworn to secrecy. uh, I guess the the story's just going to sit here because you have one journalist with his sources. Nobody named as far as I can tell. Everybody's denying it, which probably means it's true. More coming up on the John and Ken show.
4: All right. So last night during the State of the Union. Uh, Biden made another pitch for amnesty. He got booed by the Republicans. Uh, they also booed him because he talked about fentanyl deaths, and that's also the consequence of a wide-open border. Now, there's another aspect of the story that we don't talk about as much. Obviously, Biden has been waving in migrants from all over the world into the country. Uh, he's come up with some cockamamie new idea to sort of... Recategorize them out of the illegal category uh, by giving them uh, some sort of special status. But here's what it often does come back to, besides the politics of was ever running the Department of Homeland Security, and that is the job situation. The Wall Street Journal did a long story, and this is what gets back to people in foreign countries just as much as Biden's open-door policies. There's jobs here, and they're paying better than ever. You have heard time and time again that we've hit some pretty low unemployment rates. 3.4% in January was the lowest in 53 years. And whether or not that includes people that just don't want to work, so they're well, not looking for work, so they're not encountered in
5: the unemployment number. Yeah, right. It doesn't it's not included. You know how That's many right. pe- you know how many people dropped out of the uh, workforce in the past few years? Like they're alive. They can work, but they don't? Seven and a half million. Wow.
4: Seven and a half million people. Yeah, the pandemic really shook some people up and they just decided they didn't want to do the job they were doing anymore. And guess what those jobs often were? The lower paying service jobs. Apparently there's a shortage of cooks and dishwashers. And in some regions of the country, they are trying really hard distributing flyers and subway stations and bus stops with large migrant communities. Well, and what has happened with this is the pay has increased dramatically for some of these jobs. One guy who came from Honduras two years ago was paid just $13 an hour. Now he makes over $18 an hour assembling shelves and warehouses in Florida.
5: Tell me why everyone on welfare isn't contacted and told to take one of these jobs or you lose your welfare benefits. Why wouldn't you do that? You should do that. Right? Oh, that should be an absolute. Right. We got 11 million job openings why are we paying 11 million people? I wonder how many people are on welfare. There's no excuse for it. Food stamps, whatever you call it. Yeah. You know, because there's a there's hundred different programs, but it all involves the same thing. You're getting cash or the equivalent of cash to buy stuff.
4: Migrant construction labors in the Washington area make an average of $120 a day before the pandemic. It has risen to about $200 a day. That's how in demand that type of labor is right now. That word gets back to these countries of Central and South America. And that's going to bring another flood of people, along with the fact that, yeah, they heard it's easy to get into the United States and stay here. But they're also hearing about the money. Do you see the remittance number? The U.S. World Bank estimates remittances to Latin America grew more than 9% in 2022 to $142 billion being sent out of the country. So we've heard this before. That these are the jobs Americans won't do. Well, now you can see that. That's kind of what's happening with uh, some of these. Uh,
5: you know what? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really understand because you have an incompetent government. They just hand out checks. I mean, they handed out trillions of dollars to people. Right. You shouldn't get a single penny you haven't earned unless somehow. You're physically or mentally incapable of working. But if you can stand and breathe and speak, then you should be forced to go to work or you don't get a dollar from the government. We can give you a subsidy if you're not making enough, but you should be able to take the highest paid job that you are qualified to take. And it should be mandatory. It's like you'd have to check in with a, a parole officer, right, every week if you were a criminal? Well, you have to check in with a welfare officer. And the officer should say, well, did you get a job yet? No. Oh, Well, you don't get your check then. We'll give you half a check if you go get a job, you know, and slowly wean them off. This is inexcusable. 11 million job openings. Oh, we need to pay all these illegal aliens. That's nonsense. We got tons of Americans just flat out refusing to work. And we know who they are because we're sending them checks. We have their names and addresses. We know exactly who they are and where they live. So they ought to get a knock on the door and say, hey, time to go to work. Here, I got a list of 11 million jobs. Surely there's one in the neighborhood for you.
4: (laughs) The flow of job seekers is helped along by an informal network on social media. Many migrants know a job is waiting for them in the U.S. before they even leave home. On Facebook, Maya communities in Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula get job alerts from relatives on the U.S. West Coast. Cleaning staff wanted." Pay a $16 to $18 an hour. Schedules vary. See, that will drive people here, too.
5: Yeah, I'm looking here. Right? it's uh, I'm just looking at some websites here, how many people are on welfare. The U.S. has six major welfare programs. Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, and, and others. Right? No. So... Now, the, the states that have the largest number of SNAP recipients California, 3.8 million. Wow. 3.8 million people.
4: That's are, food stamps. Are getting, right?
5: yeah, the supplemental nutrition assistance programs. Yeah, so that's the food stamp category. And uh, Texas has got almost 3.5 million, Florida, almost 3 million, New York, 2.5 million, and on and on and on. So why, why why are there 3.5 million people getting money to buy food when I'm sure there's probably a million jobs unfilled here in California? And I know there are. I I, I mean, I go to the local uh, drugstore. There's 22 people in line. And I've talked to the manager there. I, I told the manager, this is ridiculous. Why do I have to stand in line behind 22 people? He goes, well, we can't hire anybody. I mean, we, we can, but we try, and nobody nobody shows nobody up for answers. a job interview. And if they are hired, they just don't show up for work.
4: Now you know why desperate employers then will take on migrants, because you got to have somebody to wash the dishes
5: and yeah, but but clean they, the tables. If they to... cut off the free money to these uh, lazy bums. Oh, the ones that, uh, yeah. Yeah, the ones who uh, are, are are getting some kind of government assistance.
4: Yeah, because it's the same type of jobs I'm seeing in this story. It's restaurant work. It's housekeeping work. It's construction work. It's stuff we've talked about for years that usually shifts over to migrants. But I think it's even bigger than ever that uh, migrants are needed for these jobs.
5: Yeah, I've got I've got I've just got no sympathy for people. I, 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 if, if your mental health and physical health is in acceptable shape, then then yeah. it, stand up. Go do something. Move.
4: Yeah, they talked to a migrant from Venezuela. Well, we know a lot of people from Venezuela came here. He actually crossed the Rio Grande last year. Started at a tomato processing plant in Tennessee. Now he's at a vegetable processing plant, uh, well, making fifteen dollars an hour. Well, because the
5: you know the migrant as
4: a waiter in Ecuador he made less than two fifty an hour.
5: The migrants, by and large, do work, and they work very hard. I mean, if you see any of the crews that work on homes whether they're construction crews or gardening crews or maintenance crews, yeah, they're largely uh, largely immigrants. you can right. just tell you you hear uh, you, you hear them talk they, they mostly talk in Spanish. I don't know what their legal status is, but they're they're working hard they're sweating hard all day they're they're lifting uh, lots of heavy things uh you know they're, they're, there's very few breaks. there's one brief lunch period from what I can see and that's it. So wh- what are the Americans excuse exactly? Yeah, this is the Americans I'm yelling about. I know. I know. Because I mean, everything's relative.
4: People in these countries that make so little money and so desperate they want to work, they'll come here and take the jobs. Yeah, the I,
5: Americans won't do. I mean, that's, that's why a lot of them are coming over the border, obviously. And so, uh, you know, what's your excuse as an American taking a check from the government because you don't feel like it? You know, well, we've then, always pondered that question.
4: We read during the pandemic that a lot of people just walked away from their jobs Well, and you so st- that's just giving more openings to migrants that's another reason that the border is getting rushed
5: right and then they you know they they sit around they're getting free money what do they do they start doing drugs they start doing booze and uh next thing you know they're out on the street and i'm supposed to give them a house
4: but didn't you say yesterday that uh, i thought it was you could have been someone else i was talking to that the, that, the, that people's reserves are really low now. Remember that they're the money they saved up from the pandemic they, relief money and the...
5: They are getting low. Savings accounts are being depleted. Their uh, credit cards, the balances are starting to balloon. You yeah. know, they've hit the end of the road here. Part of it is the inflation, right? Everybody's got to... In fact, uh, it costs 14% more to live today than it did at the beginning of Joe Biden's term. Because this inflation is now into its second year, so it's cumulative. Right. And so now it's 14 percent higher total. And that's not going down. I mean, the inflation rate is going down slightly. But even if it's at six percent instead of eight percent, it's still at six percent. That means it's six percent more expensive than a year ago. A lot
4: of things aren't making sense to me because they're raising the interest rates, and that's supposed to have an effect and result in a unemployment and a weaker economy, but the unemployment is the lowest in well, 53 years. Well, so what would be
5: the what would be the eventually number? Eventually,
4: these two have to mesh and, and cross over somewhere,
5: right? What would, what would the employment number be if you threw in the 7 million who dropped out of the workforce?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. We don't know what that number is because they're not counted.
5: I've always thought for a long time the unemployment number is the fakest number the government puts out. Because it right. doesn't account for people who were who working. Gave
4: up looking for work or are not looking for work. Right.
5: Right. And then I look at the millions and millions of people on these various welfare programs. And, I mean, there was there was a brief time when Clinton was president. Clinton, of all people, was insisting that uh, it you, you had to work. You weren't yeah. going to be on welfare indefinitely. There were going to be strict limits, and then you were going to get weaned off, and you, were bef- you had to work and then the more you worked less welfare you got uh-huh. and i don't know what happened to that philosophy
4: all right we got more coming up johnny ken kfiam 640 live everywhere in the iheart radio app more funny stuff from those twitter hearings today the house yeah. of representatives questioning uh, the the twitter trifecta was the former deputy general counsel james baker the ex head of trust and safety yoel roth and the woman we talked about last hour the former policy director Vijaya Uh I heard that AOC Alexandria Ocasio Cortez still believes that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story is only half true.
5: That's right. She called it half fake, half fake. Right. Yeah, she was she was screeching today. What part of it's fake? She didn't explain. She didn't explain. No. Um, she just listed all the important issues of the day, and we're spending time here on on Hunter Biden's half fake laptop story.
4: When they were questioned, these three I mentioned about the Hunter Biden story, they all seemed to uh, pull the old Nixon, I call it. I don't recollect. I cannot recall. <laughs> they yeah. were asked, if, did you talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden laptop? Uh, Baker said, uh, to the best of my recollection I, recollection, I did not talk to the FBI about the Hunter Biden story before that day. Before that day? Did you talk to them after that day? And Baker said, I do not
5: recall. Then why did you word your first answer that way exactly it implied that you talked to them after that day
4: sitting here today i don't recall speaking with the fbi at all about the hunter biden matter the
5: laptop if you ever do a deposition and there's ever a landmine that you and your attorney don't want to discuss you say i don't recall because you can't get prosecuted for perjury right for that because they can't prove what you don't remember
4: Apparently, this is Jim Jordan, the congressman from Ohio, was going after this Baker guy, and he said, well, did you talk to these 51 former intelligence officials who implied the laptop was Russian misinformation? The answer, again, was, I don't recall. I can't remember who's in that group, and I don't recall talking to anybody. So (laughs) you this was kind of the theme that went back and forth like this.
5: I haven't had time to read it, and it, it ties into this Twitter story. But the Columbia Journalism Review, which is supposedly the gold standard of uh, journalistic uh, integrity, right?
4: Yeah.
5: They have done uh, an in-depth investigation into the journalism done during the Russian hoax. You know, the dossier, the hookers peeing on Trump's bed, that whole story. (laughs) And they found out the whole thing really was garbage and nonsense and that the mainstream media really soiled itself over it. (laughs) I mean, just really just made stuff up. (laughs) <laughs> and and, and, the, and other news outlets have been contacting people from NBC and CNN and the New York Times for a reaction to this Columbia Journalism Review analysis, and nobody wants to comment. Oh, really? Everyone's like hiding under their desk waiting for it to go away. Yeah, this really was completely purposely ginned up to try to uh, overthrow Trump. First to block him from getting into office and then to get him thrown out. Yeah, well, it worked, didn't and, it? And Twitter was doing its part. Yeah, it took took uh, four years after he got in, but...
4: now I'm not so sure a lot of the problem wasn't that Trump's
5: personality just wore on some people. Well, no, tr- Trump did everything he could to <laughs> hasten his demise. But all, all the scandals that were going on for the four years... Yeah. Yeah, most of them were out-and-out media lies, political lies. It really was. And everybody was... G- Cahoots, the FBI, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. This this was your little glimpse of what it's like to live under uh, Soviet rule. That's what we had the last few years.
4: Oh, We have uh, one more uh, piece of audio associated with uh, last night's State of the Union speech. It's not Biden. Apparently, it's Jill Biden. Uh, there was no alcohol for the White House staffer's watch party. And uh, apparently, she expressed... Some real from real disappointment at not being able to drink or, well. <laughs> Let's play the clip.
2: Anyway, I hope you have a good rest of the night. Did they
1: bring alcohol in here? No. <laughs> 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 That's
3: alcohol! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Better
4: next time. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, the real reason is, first of all, there's always a drinking game with the State of the Union. You know, you have the bingo card. and For yes. this president, reads the same tired line. You take a drink. But honestly, if you're part of the Biden White House staff, imagine how much you need alcohol on a daily basis to deal with all the emergencies about what he might
5: say or does say. Yeah, or... I'm, I'm sure she's not going to back every night because she's got to chase Joe around. Oh, jo- yeah. Joe's running around in his diaper kiss oh did you see that did you see jill biden uh planting one on the lips
4: of uh, kamala harris's husband i did see that that's doug uh what's his name hoff Emhoff. Right?
5: Emhoff right? maybe the, she was looking for more booze with the staffers
4: <laughs> the second gentleman yeah they got a f- the first the first lady kissed the second gentleman r- right on the lips yeah yeah lip yeah usually polite in public you just kiss on the cheek right yeah you do those air kisses well, you do because women don't want, was, want to mess up their lipstick. Those, yeah, those air kisses. You pretend to go from one side of the head to the other, right, Deborah? That's what the air kisses. Yes, exactly. About. You don't want to. Oh, leave. it's about the makeup. Yeah, yes. you don't want to mess I up. I thought the it was lipstick. about the germs.
2: Well, that too. I mean, no, I, I no, I don't need to kiss somebody on the lips.
4: <laughs> no, no, with or Im-
2: without lipstick. That
4: implies a more intimate. Either you're yes. related, or you're, or you're really
5: close friends, or or you want to be. Yes, I. <laughs> maybe uh maybe uh jill and doug emhoff uh, i mean the, they're, they're both married to idiots so is they that have the racy lot...
4: gossip coming out of this that they <laughs> well, might have some just, sort of
5: they, they have a lot in common they got a spouse <laughs> who comes home and makes no sense they have nobody to talk to
4: <laughs> yeah really they're both probably reading the stories about <laughs> their like, spouses and can you
5: imagine no really. it
4: leads you to drink and kiss people
5: everywhere <laughs> you're sitting at the dinner table and kamala harris comes home you're going to listen to that or you're going to listen to joe biden here, Kamala, I made you a word salad for tonight. Joe, what kind of gibberish can you spout? Joe, put on a shirt. Come on. It I said know. that they grabbed hands and shared a quick smile before swiftly embracing mm. and and then had their magic little kiss.
4: I know. That got yeah. a lot of people's attention. No,
5: I think they're both fed up. Uh,
4: People
2: do that. I've seen that, and actually, I do have I have had a guy friend do that. It did make me feel uncomfortable. I thought it was weird, but I didn't really Mm. say anything.
5: You should have charged him.
2: I know. (laughs) I should have.
5: Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, when you go to those uh, parent parties.
2: Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah. Occasionally after drinking, some people start to take liberties on both sides. (laughs)
0: <laughs> speaking from know, experience the good, yeah, the, say. the
5: good the goodbye hugs and kisses sometimes get a little, there. little yeah, extra a little you sure <laughs> hey
4: a little handsy touchy feely <laughs> move it
5: what are you doing there at
4: least biden tamped down on that remember when he was smelling women's hair and oh yeah fondling people practically
5: God, i forgot about that yeah
4: he it, seems to have tamped that down in public anyway he would
5: bury his nose into oh yeah young, yeah.
4: young women yeah, yeah girls right little girls he would sit there, and you just see the look on his face. He's just, mm, uh, very
5: excited by, <laughs> by the smell of a woman's hair. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I think because because both Kamala's husband and Jill Biden still have their faculties, so I would think I, they're bonding. Then they're bonding, way. right? Because all the, the 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 pressure and the media attention, and they both had had careers. They both worked. I don't know what they're doing now, but yeah, he was a lawyer of some kind, right? Yeah, and maybe he still is, but obviously his normal life is disrupted. Her normal life is disrupted, and they got to deal with with two crazy people coming home every night.
4: All right, more coming up, Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty, live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we got room on the moist line, so please drop a message for Friday's moist line play of calls. Uh, you can use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll free number one eight seven seven moist 1-877-664-7886. We were just talking earlier this hour about the really, really low unemployment rate, which we kind of doubt because it doesn't count people that gave up looking for work, not interested in work. So it's again in this vein, Disney made a big announcement: they're going to they're going to fire seven thousand people trying to save $5.5 billion in costs. Bob Iger, of course, has just returned to the company. He did an earnings call today, and I guess he told everybody listening that uh, we're, like this, the terminology, we're embarking on a significant transformation, one that will maximize the potential of our world-class creative teams and our unparalleled brands and franchises. Apparently, what hit them was the streaming service. They lost 2.4 million subscribers during the first quarter, even though they have about 162 uh, million people.
5: How many parents you think dropped them after all the woke nonsense hit? Be- oh, yeah, there was reports that they were oh, putting out. They're, they're putting out a lot of, uh, and they've been open about it, some of the executives, that they wanted to put all kinds of messages about uh, queer sexuality, I think is the way they described it. Mm. And um, also a lot of uh, a lot of racial stuff uh, disguised as cartoons. In fact, uh, I was listening to uh, Fox today, and they were playing clips from some new show, and it was all clips of these characters, and it was like clearly indoctrination. It was critical race theory stuff, and oh. and, and and there's a bunch of executives at Disney who feel that this is necessary for the kids, but if your kid's seven years old, they're not going to really understand what this is about. And I, there's been a lot of that in their in their movies and stories, uh, a lot of like lesbian uh, scenes and things. And a lot of parents have been really outraged and said, well we're just not we now we don't trust Disney. Now we don't know what we're getting when we Man. go watch one of their shows. And they uh,
4: lost uh, 1.4 million subscribers in the US and uh, apparently they also lost a lot of uh, decline in India. They have a product there called Disney plus Hotstar where they also saw. A big drop off. But it, it makes it sound like most of their. Pro- my, my problem with the streaming services is, man, and we know this from Netflix and others, they spend so much money up front that, of course, they're, they're seeing big losses. It could take years to recover that because the production pieces are elaborate and they hire big stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like you're putting a movie in the theater where you're charging people 20 bucks a ticket. No. It's a streaming service where I think Netflix right now is like 20 bucks a month.
5: Yeah, and there's so much material out there now. There's yeah. so many streaming channels, with so many programs, and the programs have so many episodes, it's, it's, it's a glut. It's a blur. Yeah.
4: It really is a blur. I mean, again, I wait for people to tell me, or I, maybe I'll read an article that the show might be interesting, and then I read what it's about and decide whether or not I want to invest any time in it. But uh, especially when you, when you watch these series, you have to, like, 12 episodes it can take you a while unless you sit yeah. there and
5: you... Binge it, which I don't like doing. There's nothing more aggravating than turning on the main screen and and seeing that there's like 400 choices. I, yeah. I I wish somebody would come up with a better way to organize things. Right. Maybe there isn't, or they would have done it by now. But it's 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 too much. And and I just turn it off and I go read something.
4: <laughs> You're better off just reading. Yeah, I don't know. You get too I, aggravated. I don't really like watching things anyway. Well, I could see you never had patience to watch a movie or a TV
1: show. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like that when I was a kid. Uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now. I'm like you though. I, I I have to ask my wife during the movie, like, hey, who's this guy again? Yeah, right. <laughs> who's that? Oh, guy? You're that guy, huh? And she goes, she goes, no, that. She goes, that's Clark Kent. I go, yeah, but he looks like Superman. <laughs> well, you've got other problems. <laughs> All right, uh, we're talking about the the uh, NBA, the new champ, LeBron James. Uh, he is the new, uh, I guess, record holder, right? He holds a record for most points. So, some controversy, some controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had to go to four years of college. He couldn't come right out of high school. Oh, that's right. Oh, right.
4: That's
5: right.
1: right. So there's and that. Di- and he didn't have the three-pointer. The uh, three-pointer. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had one three-pointer. That's right, yeah. Just one. I did one. see Kareem did play more games than Will LeBron. You know what's amazing is that Le- is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar held the record for, I don't know, 25, 30 years, whatever uh, the amount of 40. years is 40 yeah. years? Yeah. And 1984. And when he retired, he had one more three-pointer than I did. <laughs> still bitter about and that. you weren't mentioned last night. That's right. <laughs> that's I right. saw no.
5: the list of three point leaders, and you you weren't there.
1: I know. Neither was Ray Lopez, though. He was on the list of mentions, and they didn't mention you tied either. with Ray. that's right. Yes, one, right. One behind Kareem. Zero mentions, and also, and then uh, CVS is offering. Uh, almost $11 billion to buy Oak Street Health. They move into the primary health care. I think it's going to be, eventually, going to be CVS hospitals and CVS medical st- towers, and oh, they're getting interesting. into it. Yeah. I think that's why they stopped selling cigarettes. Hard to sell cigarettes in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Although... Look, those—that's where you're going to find the guys that really enjoy it. Well, actually, them. yeah. You know, we're going to want some, right? right. I mean, that, if they're already on their way out. What that, the hell? It's got to be the most difficult thing in the world. You're dying. You got lung cancer you're in the hospital. and You can't have a cigarette, they're man. Crave Oh, that's cruel. Yeah, that's got to be Get, the worst.
5: Give him a cigarette. Yeah. Ding dong and a beer. What and, the and hell? And uh, a beer. Right. Ding dog. <laughs> ding dog. Conway's next. Let's, Let's go. Yeah, uh, nice. Michael Krasner is the news. Roll round live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom.
0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chambaka.
0: elevated.